Hey, what's up everybody? Ty Stevenson here, a brewer story. One Life Brewing, Waters Brewer. And it's Thirsty Thursdays, baby. It's almost just past 5 p.m. This is called Hazy Sunrise New England Style IPA, they call it, from Brewery Jai Keys. I've been liking these guys. I went and visited them. I think that was in either The Hog or Rotterdam. I forget what city it was in. But I remember I liked them. Um, and uh, anyways, they've been brewing pretty good stuff. I've been liking their beers. I got a, a caramel stout to try of theirs later. But we're going to try this, as I discussed. Um, a little of the hardships as a contract brewer here in the Netherlands. In my specific scenarios, not all uh, examples will be from my specific scenarios, but we'll see. Not a lot of sedi sediment at the bottom, which is good. Um, what do you think? Pretty decent haze. I smell it from here. Tropical. Super tropical. It tastes pretty good. Kind of basic. It's, I think it said, yeah, 7.1%. It's lacking body, it seems like, for 7.1%. I should taste a little bit more. Tastes pretty damn tropical. I bet they use mosaic or something. Um, pretty light-bodied, light finish, mild haze. It's just okay, in my opinion. Um, as I, I just started reusing Untapped at One Life Brewing. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'll, I'm probably going to grade this one like a 3.5. It's just okay. It's good. It's not terrible, but nothing special. Um, but yeah, as let's go ahead and go over Thirsty Thursday. Hardships of a contract brewer. Top three things. I, I, I wrote the blog already, so I have it kind of in mind what I'm going to go over, which is probably how I'm going to do it from now on. It's better for me to write my thoughts out and then instead of coming and having spiel first and then write about my spiel in my blog, do it the other way around. So... Number one is logistics, number two is marketing, and number three is just the brewing itself, brewing. So, for number one, logistics, I would say that's my biggest hardship. Basically, at, like for, in my specific scenario, I don't have a car. So, going from, like getting my beer from places is very difficult. You have to hire people to do, do stuff. Hey, come pick up my beer at this location at this time. I need you to ship it to this warehouse. Speaking of warehouse, if you're lucky enough, you may work with a brewery that brews your beer for you, and they may have a warehouse you can store your beer at, or you can, they can, you can store it at their premises at their brewery, possibly. That's kind of what I'm doing at the moment. I'm using their um, logistics with the warehouse, and once somebody purchases like a pallet or a beer or so, a distributor, the warehouse will ship that pallet to the distributor. Um, maybe in France, for example. Um, that's a pretty difficult thing to work through if you don't have a brewery you're working with that has the capabilities to have preferably a refrigerated warehouse and can also ship to your cut distributors, bars, bottle shops, whatever you ship it to. Um, that's a, a big dilemma. Also, if you don't have a car, 
that how are you gonna get to work every day you're gonna from and for me i was as you guys may know if you follow the brewer story for a while now i was living with alberto the owner for a while so that i saved a lot on rent and he cooked for me every time that's just i got lucky basically but I, I felt like I was I became I was eating exactly what he was eating and that's not what I want in my diet. So I, I felt like a baby just doing that. You may be able to do that longer than me, but I don't want to feel like a little kid anymore. I was okay. We're getting up now to go to work, and when we would go to work, him and his brew would basically brew, and uh, I would kind of just sit in the office, just doing the computer stuff, Facebook, trying to figure out some sort of marketing, emailing people, blah 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 because it doesn't take so many hands to do all the brewing. And me, I don't wanna get too deep in it cause I'll just start putting hands on stuff. And yeah, it was very difficult for me to be there. So logistics would be hard if I wanted to live outside and then have to commute, especially if it's in a small town. Um, if it's in a big city, we might be able to figure out ways without having a car, but that kind of leads us on to our next point, which is marketing. Um, one of the biggest things you can do as a contract brewer is to get your face out there, put some identity behind the brand that you're trying to develop in your new business. Um, I've seen, I've been to three different uh, beer fests now, and I've seen some pretty decent results from most of them. Some I can, I still can see better results. Of, like if, if I were to plan a beer fest, which I plan to in a couple of years, I expect to get way better results. They, don't, they, they have cool places, but they just don't do enough. They don't have any, like, factor, the, the aha factor. They don't have nothing like that, just kind of basic stuff. Um, but, yeah, marketing. Everyone should have social media by now. That should have that should be a given. Instagram, Facebook, I would say, is minimum. If you want to go crazy, do YouTube, podcast, blog. <laughs> um, do whatever you guys want, but you should definitely be on Facebook and Instagram. And all you, the key to winning at that is just document the process, baby. Just do what I do. Create stuff that you already know. Talk, share your experiences. Share your knowledge with others. Shared knowledge, shared knowledge is more valued. Um, yeah, that's basically all you do. Document the process. Video it. Photos words, whatever you can. Um, but yeah, um, you can try influencer marketing on social media. You can try other stuff. But if you document the process and put it out there, it's a poll strategy, which is good. You have push and pull strategies for marketing. Poll strategies mean you do stuff that brings people in. Push strategies is more like advertising. You push stuff out there to get sales. Um, yeah, so it's always better to have pull strategies and then every now and then put in a push strategy. That would be the best way to go about it, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, that the last part, it was the brewery itself. Um, you have to, I would say the biggest concern is that you have to make good relationships with whoever is brewing your beer. If you get total control of the brew, the fermentation process, and no one else touches your beer at all, the whole process, then you're good. You can kind of do whatever you want, but that's very unrealistic. We usually give the brewery the recipe, their brewers or themselves, or maybe you help a little bit. You probably won't do all the work. Someone else will also touch it. Some of those times they touch it might not be to your liking. They may not be sanitary enough, um, they may include different like um, bacteria or uh, 
things to make it so that the beer won't go sour or different pH things or whatever the hell, you, chemicals that you might not like, but they do it, you might not be there to see it if you're not there 24 seven, right? Um, they may dry hop it on the different time. Uh, oh, we, yeah, we did it on day four, they do it on day six. That's gonna change if they, even two days different, it may change, you know, it may change the complete what you're going for in the beer. Um, uh, if it's bad management, bad leadership, that creates toxic environments and working always in a toxic environment is always very difficult. Um, you have to make sure that's correct if you're gonna be there for extended amounts of time. Um, you have to make, you should probably make sure everything's set in stone, like pay me halfway, like down payment for the ex beers. And then once they start selling, you start to see profits and start to pay off the debt that you owe, the remaining debt that you owe on those beers. Okay, we'll go figure that out, sign a contract, boom. Um, you have to figure out logistics for staying there, or if you're gonna commute, you're gonna need a car, you're gonna commute a lot. If you do have a car and you wanna succeed as a contract brewer, you're probably gonna drive a lot or have to pay someone to drive a lot and do a lot of driving to go to Beer Fest. Highly recommend Beer Fest. Um, good cans, I recommend good cans ex with good beer labels, good branding. I forgot to mention that in the marketing part. You need good branding. Branding is one of the most important things at the moment. Start making your brand known for something. Have an essence behind what your brand is. Like, for me, I want, whenever someone drinks One Life, I want them to think like, yeah, dude, we got One Life, go fucking live it. Go do whatever you want. Um, you need to have that behind yours. Start every marketing, all the words you use in your business, all the, the visuals, all of every story you ever post, whatever, it all should relate to kind of one, like for me, One Life. We all have one life. For you, maybe, like for Stone, for example, stick it to the man, arrogant bastard, fucking, yeah, rebels. Um, Lagunitas is a little crazy circus, right? Um, everyone has their own thing, but you should have some sort of essence, what you stand behind. Um, and all your marketing employees should come from that. But yeah, cans, important. Cans and kegs is most likely what you're going to be doing. Um, I'm doing half and half right now, half cans, half kegs. 30 liter kegs, key kegs, plastic ones, one-time use. And um, I'm noticing kegs sell better, but you get less profits on them. Um, you don't get the branding aspect of the can and the label of them as well. Cans, yeah, cans are a little bit harder and a little bit more difficult, but doable. Um, it's really good to build high repertoire, as you may say. Um, you need to get in with distributors. That's been one of the biggest things is getting an in with as many distributors as you can. Make sure your beers try to be sold before you even brew the beer. If you can do half your sales by the time you brew the beer, you're probably pretty good. Um, if not, you might need to think about starting to try to, how do I get distributors by pallet, a pallet of this beer, a pallet of that beer, a pallet of this beer, whatever. Um, it's very difficult. Distribution game, there's a lot of money to be made right now. If you started a distribution for craft beer company all around Europe, probably in the U.S. too, you're going to make a lot of money, but there's a lot of hurdles in government because everyone wants a piece of their fucking pie. Um, so be prepared for those hurdles if you try it, but I think there's gold mines for distribution and everyone wants distributors right now. Lots of craft breweries popping up. They're going to continue. They're going to need distribution. Um, yeah, self-distribution is the way to go if you can. Um, it's a difficult uh, grueling task, but it's worth it in the long run if you're willing to put in the work. Um, 
yeah, I guess that's kind of about it for my little uh, hurdles for the top three hurdles for contract brewing based off of a little bit of my experiences and kind of just what I've experienced throughout the starting of my little contract brewery, One Life Brewing. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. If you found any value in it, please share, comment, like, subscribe, do whatever the hell you guys want. You got one life. Nobody really cares, man, but just go with it. I hope you enjoy the night as much as I do. Cheers to you guys. Ty Stevenson. Peace.